we meet the players and the characters as they fall through reality, <laughs> land footfalls on the uh, cut stone uh, that is at their feet. Varsha, Ty, Smith, and Jet all land and also footfalls of their dwarven companion known as Lane Ember Iron as they've traveled through uh, both time and space and into this pocket dimension of where Flaris Academy resides. Behind is the dwarf with the iron mask as he sort of, I think, is hunched, but a bit like, um, what's the word? Uh, cautious for a second. And then, it's almost like they've never been here before, but uh, trust you in the travel. What do you do next? Uh, I am making sure that Jet is okay. I've basically never left his side, and if he needs kind of like help moving along, I'm right there with him. I basically, okay. my intention is to get him somewhere safe and then talk with Ty about how we're going to kill some people. I'm storming up the beach. Yep. <laughs> lighting a cigarette. Sure. As you storm up the beach side, lighting the cigarette, you make your way up to the dais. Say the words, I would assume, to meet with Manazar? Yeah. Okay. Um... No, actually, no. I think we want to get Jet somewhere comfortable. Sure. Unless he I, wants to meet with us. Yeah, I think, um, I think, uh, watching Varsha, um, manage Jet and whatnot, I'll probably just, um, say to the group, I'm going to update Matasar. Yeah. Get okay. Jet someplace safe and, uh, See if I can do something about those hands. What? I I I I can come with. Just relax for now, Jed. You need to rest. I glance to Jet's hands because this is news to me. Because he's hidden it, right? They are still hidden. Okay. He did reveal it to Ty. I know. He revealed tie. it to Ty, but he didn't reveal it to me. I know I, that. Um, I did go up to him and I put my hand on his shoulder. Yeah. Um, I imagine that I would have noticed. Mm -hmm. I've been like this the entire time. Yeah, most he's of the hidden time, it. Mm, most of the time that I'm with everybody and my robes are like this anyway. But it's up to you if you think Smith would have seen. I'm not hiding like, per se. Yeah, I'll make a roll for it then. Let me just. Or it's say more of probably out of shame than it is hiding, you know. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that's I what mean, I'm seeing. I, it I was assisted going up the thing, you know, like uh, mm -hmm. although whether or not you thought it was because I was fatigued or not is a whole different matter. Right. Uh, I'll make a. Yeah, you were teleported up to the top of that rock cliff. Oh, yes, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that was, I did that just because I didn't want him to have to climb. Mm -hmm. I don't right. think I knew about his hands. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I don't know. I just I said, how are we going to get him up there? And I went, I'll do it. Sure. I'll make a perception check. Um, I don't I think I really too. investigated. Oh, wow. Okay. Pretty high. <laughs> Those are yeah. 19 and 17. It's completely up to you, uh, Meyer, what you would think here. This is uh, this involves um, your character and your character's yeah. story and such. So it's up to you. I, I think that, uh, well, well, you wouldn't have seen my hands, which may one may not be curious to you. I mean, I've yeah. always been in the past very fidgety, you know, like uh, the coins I use for catapult and things like that are things I tend to fidget with normally, at least when I was with you all. I think in okay. this uh, situation, maybe with your high perception rules of 19 and 17, uh, you may trouble. have uh, potentially glanced uh, once or twice a, a, a bloodied bandage peeking out of my sleeve. I suppose Vasha were the 19, both bloody, dirty bandages. I think I probably, if it's okay with you, um, definitely saw the bloody bandages, but also just know that punishment fits the crime and, you know, you you need your hands to do your magic. So I think I suspected right. they, if you had no, when I first you look, looked you over and didn't see anything else, mm -hmm. I think I probably would assume and then okay. the bloody bandages probably confirmed it for me. Well, they are not to the extent of the damage right. is another thing entirely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so he says, I'll see what I can do about those hands. And I'm just assuming that, you know, I have no idea that they're completely gone. Right, the broken or cut or what. Yeah, or right. something. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I probably don't know exactly to the extent of how badly they're damaged either. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we'll... I'll, uh, I'll update Matazar, um, and I'll look towards Jet and just say, um, about everything. Oh, okay. If you, if you can, um, I don't know if it's possible, but they might know about the portal. I don't know how easy it is to, uh, the tower over on the shore, if it's possible to deactivate it or something for a while. Um, just yeah, so I'll if... Oh, okay. I'll, I'll speak to him about it yet. Don't worry. Just right. go rest. Okay. And get some food. Food. Food, I can do that. For, for, for everyone? For you, Jet. Okay, I, I, I can do that. No. Um, no, you're not going to do anything. I meant Farsha and Ty. Okay. Yeah. Well, you just need to rest. Okay. Sorry. You don't have to apologize. Maybe. point you see the as you're outside um either on the dais waiting for the spire or on the beach walking toward the dais 
to call one of these spires. Uh, one of the spires start to rotate and unhook from the dais from where uh, you would call and summon uh, the spire from which you would then go to that school or that wing to study whatever the school of magic may be. Um, as one breaks off and starts to then uh, fly off or hover off into the air, another one drifts into its place. And you see a couple of figures up ahead sort of enter in, it looks like some students. Um, as you approach, you notice that some of them are familiar faces, some of them are uh, some of the prisoners as well. Um, that you had freed from Stormford uh, that traveled with you uh, at least up to this point for them to stay and volunteer uh, to learn here and to stay safe here. Uh, it looks like they are also heading somewhere, whether it be a class or a lesson. Um, as the doors close, they, the, the spire uh, that was uh, called and summoned down, breaks off, dust sort of uh, scatters off of the rocks as this large, uh, one of the many monoliths break off and then start to drift upward toward the sky. As you approach. Uh, this dais... Uh, is where you would call one of these spires to come down, and uh, you would then, of course, like I said, go into one of these schools of magic, but also there are um, uh, stairs that are sort of, uh, have been excavated into this uh, this rocky dais in the center of uh, the screen here. This rocky dais has stairs that go downward into um, uh, different wings of uh, residence halls, and there are different uh, woven stone uh, wicker ceilings that sort of uh, crest outward from probably in a hidden side of this uh, rocky uh, dais. As you all approach, I would assume Jet would make their way toward some sort of residence halls uh, to get some rest. Uh, yes. I suppose I'll go to wherever I was staying before, my sure. room. Okay. Who is, is anyone, anyone's going with Jed? That's everyone except Smith? Yeah. Okay. I've disappeared down a different hallway already. Okay. And, yep. and Jet has already disappeared, um, which is, may or may not be a surprise to any of you. Ty. Ty, thank you. Yes. Thank you. All these one syllable names. Yes, and, I'll, and I'm heading to Brother Matazar's. Okay. We uh, follow Smith, as Smith uh, says, uh, the word that he would need to to summon uh, the Spire of Conjuration. As uh, doors open, empty halls ahead of you, and just at the end of this empty lecture hall, there's a room into a, uh, a quarters that would be Matazar's quarters. I, um, I stop before the door 
for a second, just kind of collecting my thoughts. And I bang on the door. Uh, the door opens after a little bit of time. Hmm, I thought you might be here. How are you faring? As the, uh, there's like this pearl skull cap and these riding uh, glasses or riding goggles. There is also um, a contraption of different lenses also affixed to it as uh, he adjusts them as this tall old man uh, puts them onto his forehead and sort of, uh, and sort of waves his hand as if it doesn't matter. <clears throat> Come inside. Yeah. Where, where is where is everyone else? Look, um It's Jet alright. Yeah not exactly. Uh we got Jet back. Hmm. I've noticed. But um He was in captivity for some time. It's very possible that the location of this place is compromised. I only know a bit about the teleportation circle and the runes required to do everything, but... uh, I don't know if there's a way to secure them or anything along those lines. Hmm. Uh, we haven't had any reason to. Well, you oh, need to get everybody together then to yes. put your heads together to figure it out. We will. We will. Uh, very well. Um, are you certain that this is this is a compromised location? Is anyone certain of anything? Look, Jet was in the custody of Evervale. Uh, very well. Uh, they got into his head. They might know a lot of the things that he knows. The location of this place is probably pretty important. From what I understand, and from what they might have picked up from various conversations that we've had and spying here and there, it's very possible that this place is compromised. So you need to do whatever you can to protect it. Of course. Yes, very well. Um, uh, as far as us. Yes. Jet... Jet's been hurt. I don't know how severe he's been trying to hide it. But I think his hands are very badly hurt. My... Right, uh, there is... One thing at a time, then. I, I... Where is Jet now? Told him to get some rest in his quarters, but I needed to see you. I'm sure there's a lot of accidents and things that happen here, especially with new people that are brought in. So I'm sure you have some way of 
healing people when necessary. I just don't know if you're able to do anything for Jet. And if you're not, we need to figure something out. Uh, yes. Well, uh, that's... I will tend to Jet here in, uh, he's all right for now, yes? Uh, we must secure the, the location. For now, yeah. We will. Um, I will meet with you all, uh, after I, um, after I meet with the other faculty, and we will decide how uh, we would like to secure, and then I will uh, make my way uh, later this evening down to uh, where uh, the same residence as you were, I would assume. Yeah. Great. Nobody has uh, uh, taken any of that, uh, so we will. Uh, I'll be. I'll be with you. Uh, oh my! Uh, and you see, as uh, Matazar starts to pace in a little bit of a panic uh, movements, as uh, they move over to their desk and take out a drawer. Hey. Yes, yes, yes. As they start to, uh, their eyes are still focused on the drawer and uh, sort of rifling through different lenses to then hold up to the light as if trying to look through this or trying to find the right piece that would fit through the scry glass here. Uh, yes. Tell your people or whatever. Don't pin this on Jet. I, I won't. I would never. Good. Well, I, I must, I must see, and they, uh, uh, passes over toward the scry glass and starts to fit some more lenses onto it and, uh, tries to at least, looks like they're trying to discern for a little bit more information, um, whether or not, uh, something around Evervale could maybe give them clues or if anybody near the path or the outside of, uh, Pendulum may be, uh, a good place as they, as, uh, Matazar starts to, uh, rifle through and start to size out some of these lenses. Um, and uh, they make their way over toward a... Um, it looks like uh, there's this leather uh, hood over a... Um, or like the cylindrical uh, apparatus on a pillar or a column. And they lift it up and there is, uh, it looks like a, uh, an eagle made of well, feathers, but it looks like it is a, uh, a golden eagle, but smaller, not as large as a, as like a normal natural golden eagle, but their uh, shoulders and the crests are uh, plumed with, uh, chestnut and gold as, uh, the, the, he opens the cage, uh, it sort of hops out onto his, uh, arm, and then he just lets it out into the, uh, into the window, and it, uh, flies out. Uh, I let the, letting the faculty know to meet here. Uh, oh my, uh, and then the scrolls are then pulled out of, uh, various cupboards, and, uh, it looks like plans of pendulum. Um, doesn't look like uh, scribblings or architecture uh, or um, drawings or drafting of whoever made Flaris Academy um, or any of the scribbles here. It looks more like it was taken from uh, uh, Pendulum, as if whoever the, the person was who drew up the plans for Pendulum or some of the buildings there, as uh, uh, Matazar starts to rifle through some of them and try to find and start to 
plan for something, and then they, uh, he starts to then go back and forth between the scry glass and the scrolls. Where's Brother Sykes? Have you seen him? Brother Sykes is assuming uh, he, if not, I've not seen him. He's probably in his quarters. I think I've got a bit of an idea. I'm gonna run it by him. Very well. Be careful. Yeah. As uh, it seems like Matazar's really highly focused as they start to um, scribble through some of these scrolls as we uh, then uh, pass and I think we follow that eagle as as it flew out the window uh, as it soars uh, between some of the spires around here, uh, landing or swooping by the dais uh, that calls these spires. And then as it does, uh, the camera locks on to the stairs and then we follow and chase these stairs down toward um, the residential quarters where uh, some of the uh, doors are open, much like a college dorm room, uh, dorm hallway. Uh, where you could hear some of the students down the hall practicing some of their spells and things. Uh, but you are three, including uh, Lane, who follows you, uh, make your way into the residence hall with Jet. I will help him get comfortable, probably start making uh, tea or just anything for him to drink that's warm. Get him a blanket. Immediate. Strange. Uh, Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. I... instinctively reach out to drink, but I hold back and I don't take the mug from her. And I suppose watch her set it on the table and just look at it. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you. Yeah. I'll get. I'll get to it later. Take your time. I shift a little uncomfortably. I'm not really sure what to say. I almost mirror the shifting. (sighs) Just as weary and uncomfortable, I suppose. Lane, Ember Iron is also uh, is Just also awkwardly standing here. Um, their mask is still on. They're sort of looking around, inspecting some of the stuff, picking up some of the artifacts in here as well. So, how long was I, was I gone for? A few days. <sighs> Only that. 
It truly felt like a lifetime. Yeah. It's not your fault. Of, of course, it is uh, the way of their magic, I, I guess. They had ways of making even the most mundane thing feel like this. funny how your entire life can change in just a few days. <sighs> I could have sworn at least months, maybe even a year had passed. You think we'd just leave you? No, of... Of, of course not. I... I mean, you had to have at some point thought that that's what had happened if a year had gone by no I I would like to say I, I have too much faith in you all I I never once doubted that you weren't trying and they didn't break you I don't respond I know that you didn't look at me, but I did look at you then. I, w I would not be so sure of that. <laughs> I... I would not be so sure of that. I am. Sure. I suppose we'll see. I'll go over and just stand nearby, I think, kind of feeling the energy, and if it's okay for me to reach out and put a hand on your shoulder. If I feel like it might be, then I'll go ahead and I'll do that. I think I don't move as you approach, but when I'm touched, I think I would flinch. Yeah. This is a weird question. Is it like a flinch as in you're flinching because something sudden has happened, or you would not like me to remove my hand? Because I feel like there's a difference. There's like uh, that initial like, oh shit, I'm being touched, but then you re relax into it, or is it like I should just not touch you at all? I think the former... Yeah. It's yeah. almost as if just the sensation is just yeah. like an electric shock. Yeah. Then I'll stay nearby. In your... I, I can't speak of it. It's okay, you don't have to. You never okay. have to. But I'm here if you do want to. Okay. I... In your time there, were you aware of what... What sort of things go on... In your dungeons, for punishment? Unfortunately, yes. I see. 
stare at the tea and then avert my gaze from it for a while. I'll sit down next to you. I think I shiver in the heat of the fireplace and, uh, Basha. I got taken in when I was 15. Maybe 16. I was down at the docks. I was supposed to be getting something for my mom. And I was just taking my time. There was a little girl there. Not more than six. You know those, um, those big fishing crates? I always stack them so high. I started to topple over and this girl just... She didn't even hesitate. She just lifted her hand and the crate stopped. She saved the merchant's life. She was Belkin. Yes. They came down to, um... They came down to get her and I said it was me. And they took you in? Yeah. I don't think they believed me. Or maybe they did and they just wanted to see me do it again. Did you know at the time? a feeling that I was but I was nowhere as strong as she was so it was a bit of an effort I'm sorry do you do you know where she is now no Tenno's daughter. That's how we met. Oh. I see. I suppose it's for the best. So you've... uh, You have always been like this then, have you? What do you mean? A protector. I think it's easy to think that. But do you know what they do when you don't report your child? I do. My mom always wanted another. Saved one. 
lost another? Or what? not thinking through is what it is it's this desire to prevent pain but not thinking it through that's what I did and what I'm trying not to do because right now Jet all I want to do is go back there and hurt the people who hurt you I I don't know what what good that would do. I would hate for you to lose your head on my behalf. After all, Miss Vasha, who is that to protect you? The way you try and protect others? I feel what I'm feeling and then sometimes I'm feeling what Ty's feeling and I'm trying to figure out what what's what but I think something that is mine is that I am happy to lose my head for you <laughs> or Ty or Smith because <sighs> I swore after after that girl, I said I would never lose my head again. I feel like I have family now. At this point, a uh, stubby black glove reaches over and just rests on your knee for a moment um, just to get your attention. Uh, Varsha, you look up and see that Lane, this iron mask, is just sort of looking uh. at you. And... Um, uh, there is their body language, a sense of empathy, uh, whether that is, um, uh, their neck is a little bit probably craned toward you, like listening and their head is turned a little bit as, um, they haven't taken off this mask since you've met them. Um, but, uh, almost like they wanted you to know that it's okay and that they're also in this room uh, and they uh, gesture with their glove that they're going to leave you both in here with some privacy, but it's sort of a hard way for them to uh, express that. And I think that is what you would pick up as yeah. um, as they try to make their way out, and then they look back at you, and you see this uh, this iron mask, and um, they make a uh, a sign for you would assume is some sort of compassionate thank you, and then they turn it and uh, try to just go find something, someone, but they just sort of disappear into the hall and leave you in this room for this moment between you two. Almost like they don't want to be a part of something that they don't 
uh, that isn't their business, you know? I feel slightly embarrassed for a second. I think I pick up on it and I... I just say... Miss Basha, I... As happy as you would be to put yourself on the line for us, you can be rest assured that That wouldn't do anything to make us feel any better, you know? I would be no happier for your loss, even on my, on my behalf. I respectfully... Either altogether or not at all, you know? You, me, Ty, Mr. Smith. Fuck this one, right? Yes. But selfish as it may be, I, for one, do not want to lose any of you for it. And I am sorry for what I have done. You never need to apologize. You have done nothing wrong. I tried. The God and above, I tried. You have done nothing wrong. And you did not fail. And they did not break you. <laughs> they tried. They tried, but they didn't. We'll see. No, you never lost hope. That we would come for you. That's what they try to take. And they didn't. I suppose. Although take they did. Um, I'm glad that we got out when we did. And as quickly as we did, because I feel rather selfish. Selfish? I... 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 I, um... I haven't really looked because I don't want to believe it is true. But it is very hard not to know. I think I know. I think, uh, I'm going to look up, I guess, steal a, a brief glimpse at Vasha. I can't really maintain eye contact, and I'm going to just, with my mouth to the knots, just unravel my uh, bandage on my hand. Um, I will go ahead and, and stop you from doing that, and then I will take the bandages off for you. Okay. I allow her to take off the bandages on my hands. 
you slowly unravel the bandages. Um, they sort of, after a couple of wraps, um, <laughs> loom open uh, and reveal and sort of fall and reveal um, that um, an arm with uh, that ends at the wrist, a uh, scar, uh, almost like a precision uh, suture of arcane energy or divine energy of some sort of magic uh, was put through this wound to close it quickly uh, to prevent any more uh, uh, blood loss. Uh, it is sealed and it seems to uh, uh, the bandages seem to be uh, what's the word? Um, more Uh, more cosmetic than they were actually uh, they seemed more superficial than uh, than actually as if it was a utility if they were necessity I should say um, they were looks like they were wrapped to cover up and to hide um like someone put these on to hide this from someone else or had them put on um but the wounds are sealed there's a dimpling or like a um as if um There's a dimpling of scarring that goes right across from, you would see the one bone in your arm to the other. Um, and that applies to both hands and both arms. They stop. And you also see that there is a splotchy uh, Uh, pigmentation on on Jet's wrists and arms that indicate some sort of burn maybe they blister a bit um, the blisters seem to still um, exist here but the wound itself, the severing of this wound, that is closed. But there is some sort of blistering that seems to begin to heal. Like I said, they tried. <laughs> I'm just holding the, your forearm 
area, I think, and maybe just running my thumb up your arm kind of <laughs> gently. And I, I'm trying to keep it together, but if you're crying, I'm just going to sit and cry with you, I think. Looking horrific. Um, I'm trying I will not try to. to heal you, actually. Can I get rid of these burns? Fucking only good for killing people? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I am. I'm so sorry. I don't know how to help you. Uh, you could still try. What do you have? Uh, you have a lay on hands? Or did we... Oh, I should. You're right. No, no, no. I should. Because I'm back to being a paladin now, right? Hold up. Yeah, I do. Oh, bless. <laughs> yes. Oh. May I do this? So for the burns, obviously, I know I can't give him his hands sure, back, but... Sure, sure. Yeah. Go ahead and spam it if you have it in the... Where is it? Yeah. Yeah, as, uh, what does this look like as you hold the wrists of um, in this moment? Well, I learned all of my healing magic from Jet, so it's, it's green like his magic is. Sure, I think as you and hold... I think I'm just, yeah, I think I just trace, trace my fingers along the edge of the burn and it, it kind of, um dances along the outside and then um it's just gentle and then it removes the uh the burns it kind of eases them almost like maybe a sealing ointment sort of like liquid goes mm. over top and then mm -hmm. it eases into his skin you have uh your paladin level you have uh 25 healing points that you can spend here um I don't you can think spend any I don't amount think of Farsha understands that, so she I will use it all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she doesn't. But this is as at PB you get to yeah. choose whichever. Yeah, I mean, I figured that's what you would do. I just wanted to double check in yeah. for people who mm -hmm. are like, lay on hands. How much then? Anyway, so um, yeah. you uh, go ahead and you start to trace and and utilize all of the healing pool that you have, uh, and um, there is this uh, as you start. It starts off faint and low, um, but there is a trace of green uh, light that starts to then trickle from your uh, finger, almost like steam uh, from a uh, steam licking up from uh, wet clothes next to a hot fire um, as you this green sort of steam starts to... Uh, uh, it's interesting, it doesn't it doesn't uh, plume like steam would. It seems like it's going backwards uh, into the wound rather than going out. It's like, and um, as you start to, <gasps> and begin. Sorry. To use lay on hands. I rolled the arcana check. She rolled an arcana check. And. It was a. Uh, natural 20. <laughs> okay. Does this mean we can do something fucking cool? Mm hmm Okay. 
May I quickly message Meyer? <laughs> yes. You have, um, remember in your control here and as Varsha, you have void magic and divine magic. Um, your divine magic comes from learning things from Jet, and we see it as this green energy, but also your void we start to see now as this distorted, uh, darker, bluish, purpley, more probably bluey black. Um, when it comes to just coloring, it's probably more distortion than anything else. But uh, I let you both sort of figure out what you'd like to do about this natural 20 arcana check to lay on hands. Uh, great context and hilarious name of a spell. The green... Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, take your time. I got this. Uh, maybe uh, I'll try, try my best. As you... Um, <laughs> As you drag your fingers okay, across. Okay, we got the, it. All right, never mind. We got um, it. <laughs> so there's uh, some okay. uh, green of that, that reverse steam that's sort of flowing into the wound, but also you start to see hues of purple as you start to look around and it catches your eye. Um, but like you feel, you know when you notice that someone's watching you and mm -hmm. or you feel like someone's watching you, but that doesn't stop you and you start to then, excuse me, you start to then focus more, like that's giving you the motivation, like, oh yeah, here, watch me, this is what's about to happen. As um, you start to feel the presence of the Spellwind sort of blow through here. Uh, the Spellwind in this um, uh, pocket dimension still exists. Um, it is like, um, I was thinking it um, when I was thinking about earlier today and how Flaris Academy works and everything, it's almost like um, somebody copy and pasted the reality or like created a separate mini server of this uh, like uh, reality. So using the, re the the same code of how things work in hearth and and, uh, and on the spine also exists here. So there is also the spell wind. It may not be as natural, but it does still exist here. And of course it should considering um, uh, they do train here. It doesn't happen as frequent, but they do train still with something about the Spellwind um, as it shows up here. Actually, I'm okay. going to take that entire thing back. They don't oh. have the Spellwind here, but it's still here. Oh. It shows up. This still is the feeling. They don't train with the Spellwind, but it shows up in this moment as if it either followed you or you brought it with you, but it makes oh, itself wow. present here. Um, because okay. I think that's the one thing they can't train students to be ready for is the Spellwind. Um, it's a volatile magic that still happens. So if you were to train and master it, then it's different. Anyway, it keeps, it makes it not volatile. So it doesn't exist in this realm, but in this case it does. And in the cases that around you all, when you interact, it does, which is I... interesting. Anyway, go ahead, take it away. Okay. Uh, just an aside before we continue. Mm-hmm because of so alchemists as far as i have been taught for what we do we do not use the spellwind either mm. 
my name, which some may know, is perhaps a nod to that fact. At least my son name is my son name is. So Vasha using this healing spell in the fashion of the alchemists, but not so, because there is no reagent. But using what is in essence her essence to bring about the same thing. I would like to put forward that this invites from somewhere a stray gust of the spell wind and as luck would have it we are blessed by it and on top of this action that she has done this Olivasha action this lay on hands this selfless action dungeon master aside from the fact that well now looking at my arms the acid scarring is now very much a thing of a distant past in fact scarring on a hole is completely gone I do want to let you know that Mm -hmm. I trust you both completely here so it's up to you whatever you'd like to do with whatever this benefit is Um, it could be the scarring it could be your hands grow back it could be anything it's up to you this is your scene this is your uh, this is your character, Jet Era Meyer, and this is your Arcana uh, Awesome Spellwind uh, crit here. So whatever you both want to do, I'm down with. Okay. So you see Basha's magic, our magic, enter. Uh, into my arms and the scarring as the dungeon master has described fades away pain all memory of trauma is gone but also color leaves the room it is almost as if time stops as the fire next to us freezes cold from orange to a steel gray but the moment between us here I want to say is ever present ever moving and as I move my right hand I realized that for a second 
I was moving my right hand. Kala returns to the room. But what we see isn't a hand per se. It is almost like points in the in the wild in the wide vast galaxy, stars, nebula made ever so minute and minuscule imitate and form into the shape of a hand. And I think this shocks me. I think it shocks me too. (laughs) And as we we take a joint gasp, it dissipates. What was that? I I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know. What what was that? I don't know. What do you mean? You did it. What a... I look to my hands and my wrists. My hands aren't there on either arm. You saw that, yes? I hold out my hand to try to shake his hand. I don't know if that's the thing we do here, but... I like to reach out to clasp fingers? Yeah, like to touch hands. And I kind of just quirk my head at him a bit. Like, try it. Like, this is something we've always done together, is try and experiment and... Try. Okay. I extend my wrist out towards her. Is... And... Go ahead. For a moment, nothing happens. And I... Take a deep breath. And breathe. And as I exhale... Vasha's hand... emanates from my wrist... and clasps her hand... in a firm handshake. A a breeze of spell wind sort of falls out of the sleeve of... Uh, jet for a moment, but as it as this uh, lavender quantum wind does, it brushes across where uh, Jet's hand would be, and then you see it sort of uh, tra- uh, change from this purple hue into this green one as it uh, envelops, and then another uh, shape of this uh, hand appears and clasps your hand as well. So tell me about this, Meyer. Does your hand look like Varsha's? Does your hand come and go as it pleases? Is it a ghost hand with um, that when the spell wind uh, brushes by it, it is revealed? Um, What is, what is, what is happening here? It is non-permanent. Okay. Spectral, purple, like stars. Cool. But it wills itself into existence when I do. When you need it, or, yeah. Or maybe when Vasha does. I don't know how, what controls it. But it is me and it is here. At least when I need it to be. Sure. 
as you are both now clasping one of your hands with the feeling of Jet's other hand. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, gl uh, I'm glad. I guess Mr. Smith was right all along, huh? About? I can be fixed. <laughs> Another hand of... Jets appears as I think the camera pulls out um, into a wide shot of both of you, sort of uh, have both of your hands clasped to one another as we fade away from the scene. The camera follows the footsteps, more silent than usual, of Ty, as Ty makes their way, weaving in and out of some of the corridors alone in the Flaris Academy. Is it the residence halls, or tell me where you have uh, disappeared to, Brad? Uh, well, I know my way around by now. I wandered this place with nothing right. to do for That's a month. True. So um, I guess you tell me, where would I potentially find a weapon of the type that I'm looking for? Mm -hmm. So uh, a type that you are looking for, or you tell me what you're looking for, a light quality weapon? Short sword or scimitar, something along those lines. Make me an investigation with advantage because you know your way around. Natural 25. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, um, well, great, perfect. That is the first two rolls <laughs> today. Uh, that is sick. Okay, so... Canonically, that happens at the exact same time that Varsha hits yes. the 23. Okay, yes! Yeah. All right, I love that. I love that. I've been wondering that amount of time. Yeah, Spellwin just sort of uh, kicks up in, in a round and you just happen to be in the vicinity. Maybe, it, maybe a breeze sort of blew in as you took the, uh, as you took the, the teleportation circle here, and maybe it chased you into this uh, as uh, reality snaps and folds on itself, and maybe it brought a pocket or a gust of spell wind with it, uh, and it has been following you both, uh, and probably each of you, uh, just we'll see how it affects as we go. So you are looking for a scimitar or a short sword Mm -hmm. 
and wow uh and it is we are in a not that one uh we are in a arcane academy in this weird pocket dimension what would be around so as you uh look through some of the area i need you to tell me what places and what the locations are that you search for because i need to now frantically look for a weapon i presume that there isn't an armory in this place of a traditional kind so what i do imagine yeah. this place has is um things that adorn the walls so while there's probably um many bookshelves with books um you know, for the most part this would be a um a scholar's haven um for magical um books and old spell books and scrolls and things um i don't know how much effort went into uh making this place seem appealing but i don't see why it wouldn't be so there's probably uh tapestries and things as well but something that i think you'd potentially find in a lot of um castle-like keep-like structures like this along the cold endless hallways is um swords and staves and war hammers and picks and things that are uh, mounted on the walls um and i think um i sort of just go through my memory trying to remember any of them that looked particularly interesting and also those that didn't look like too ornamental i want something that was practical that someone uh placed on one of these walls and isn't maybe too uh old or whatever so for for a while here already i think i've been moving up and down the hallways to the areas where i recall seeing weapons um looking at them maybe lifting one or two of them off of the wall looking it over realizing that it's shoddily made but very pretty put it back um, move to another hallway, head down some stairs at the bottom. There's maybe something on a, a mantelpiece that I take off. Look at that over. It's too heavy. Not the type of thing that works well with my sort of dancing style of fighting. And um, I just continue to maneuver around the halls in that way uh, until I, ide ideally, until I land on something. Um, if I don't find one, then I'll, it doesn't matter. You don't find one. I'm just kidding. Um, as you, uh, as you make your way through the hallways and you, um, uh, start to pluck artifacts and, uh, it looks like a lot of the artifacts and, uh, things that are placed in and around, uh, Flaris Academy are meant to be decoration. Um, th there isn't a reason it wouldn't be, um, some magical uh, or enchanted weapons. Um, it's almost like um, when you go to when you were to go to some sort of uh, professional establishment uh, and they have things that are to furnish and decorate the room that sort of happens throughout Flaris Academy. Um, 
and sometimes they're old palantirs of, uh, of long-fallen wizards or even wizards who have retired and left this gift for the students. Um, there is a... Um, you do find a dais uh, toward, I think, one of the back stairways down to maybe uh, the... Uh, maybe in the bowels of the residence halls and the residence tunnels. Um, there is like a mess hall where people, of course, would eat in this great hall. Um, but you know there's like a back access way that usually um, some of the alchemists would go if they were to go practice and utilize some of the um, equipment in uh, um, the galley or, or the... Um, uh, the kitchen, the kitchenette, and things like that. So there's like this laboratory and kitchenette where uh, these students would be, but there is a dais on the way that uh, is almost like an exhibit uh, to, or like a, um, uh, a memorial uh, is a better term, of an old, um, an old wizard. Um, from, looks like, it seems like she taught, or I was a student here. Uh, she, uh, fell in a great, um, in a, in a great battle, I think, in the southern reaches, um, and her last request was her blade to be brought to uh, the academy for the students to um, train and learn with. But it seems as if behind uh, some sort of, or on some sort of rack, with a, a portrait painted of her and a, a small uh, bust of uh, her as well, um, they have let this marble slab be a memorial, a scimitar, also draped on this velvet uh, red cloth uh, sits. Don't mind if I do. As you pick up the scimitar, very light. Very yeah, sharp. I'll, um, I'll give it a few swings around. Um, I'll tap it against something to test the mm. density and potential strength. Sure. The, uh, the velvet cloth sort of lifts up as you also see that underneath there is a, um, uh, a sheath or a wrapping of uh, looks like blue scales. Um, for the blade itself. Uh, there are uh, up the, the fuller, or that indentation that goes up the blade, mainly for strength and also the blood vein if, uh, for, for swords. Um, there are, it is pocked with sapphires that sort of go up the, the fuller as well, um, almost like uh, stars would, and it would probably remind you like some sort of constellation. When you... Um, Pick it up. I need you to make me an uh, perception check. 
26. Okay. <clears throat> As you go to pick it up, you hear a, um, like, I think a wooden stair behind you creaks, but it's underneath some probably a rugged, a rugged stair, so you hear that as the muffled creak happens. And uh, I think behind you is a, uh, a squatted stature of plain ember iron. The iron mask sort of... Bloody hell. You want to give me an heart attack, ain't you? I'd activated some sort of arcane alarm. The dwarf sort of shrugs. The yeah. handle of this. What'd you make of that? I. Yeah, as they go to the, turn the sword towards him. Raises a hand and also gestures for you to uh, give it to them. Hand it over. They take a look at it, um, they hold it by the blade first, the handle in the air, it's got a knuckle guard um, that uh, seems to have some runes inscribed onto it, and also uh, an ivory of some sort of uh, creature, um, or a bone scrimshot of some sort of creature in this swirling pattern that goes toward uh, the pommel. Uh, as uh, Lane looks at it, and then starts to inspect it as if a blacksmith would. Uh, starts to then inspect uh, the rivulets, the fuller, and then also the, the, the strength of the blade. I think they start to even just lean with it and then try to see if it keeps its, its edge. Um, and uh, they, uh, with three fingers, or they, um, you see their, their uh, leather gloves slide under their mask. And then, as if you would imagine, the teeth, their teeth would be holding the glove as it slides out, and uh, they start to um, uh, press and pinch their uh, three fingers up the blade to try to measure uh, the edge still on it, um, as they sort of nod and then give it back. Yeah, it seems all right, doesn't it? Take the glove from under their mask, and they nod. Um, and then they tap it, and then, like, do this, um, uh, a gesture that's, like, indicating you would probably take as Spellwind. Yeah, that's what I need. Um, something that's gonna, uh, that's actually gonna go into the... God King's neck, and not just break on impact. Um, Lane nods, and then backs up a bit, reaches behind them into their, uh, tucked into their belt as the face render, their mace, as they slide it out, and they sort of hold it and, like, swing it a little bit, like, huh? And then they realize that they're swinging a really deadly mace, and they grab and hold the chain and wrap it around their knuckle and then hold up the handle so it's sticking, and then they try to get into a really shoddy sword position. And then they sort of gesture toward your face, um, uh, like, uh, and then they, uh, the dwarf tries to stand up and then do 
do a dueler's salute toward you and then gets back into some sort of position that you would assume is a shoddy, uh, a poor duelist position. Um, you, being able to fight and dueling people and knowing what is open, he's leaving himself wide open because he has no idea what he's doing. But he is more interested in what that sword does and what you could do with it as he is a couple of steps above you as you are sort of on this, um, this back. Um, I'm imagining this is like um, there's probably a, a secret passage or a passage that no one really uses by uh, the kitchen that sort of goes down some rugged stairs. There's a turn and then it goes down more stairs. That turn is where just this sort of interesting old memorial is to this uh, wizard. And you are in front of it and he's still up on those stairs. The kitchen is probably behind him and he's just sort of in this interesting dueling stance. Uh, yeah, I take the sword, I run it back on it uh, down the back of my arm because we're in quite close quarters and then uh, I hold it up in front of me but then the I look over again to the arcs yeah, by your elbow. Okay. I look to the mural or you know memoriam of this um wizard what was her name great question uh the name is man if only i had a name ready and uh we'll get there just need to click this button and i'm sure there'll be some name No? He's all suck. Vanayar. V-A-N-A-J-A-A-R. Vanayar. Uh, and I look towards that memorial and I say, In your honor, Vanayar. And then I very clumsily, purposefully clumsily, go to strike at um, at Lane in the hopes that he defends it. Um, but as I step forward, I say, don't blame me if this turns you into a fish. And then I, again, it's a very clumsy and obvious strike. Um, There's a humorous grunt that happens um, from under the iron mask. Uh, I kind of want him to smack this thing with the, uh, yeah. with the mace. Yeah, so he's got this flail. It is upside down, um, and he's got kind of sort of bundled the heavy chain around his knuckles, and then he's holding the handle as if it was a sword. There's still the rest of the face mender, uh, face re face render, um, and like the bolted sheet metal is just hanging sort of underneath his knuckles, and this stupid, um, like blunted uh, club is acting like a sword right now as he uh, goes to, I think. Um, as you go to strike, just make me an attack roll here and just give it disadvantage because you are trying to um, not be so great with it. Okay, let me add a scimitar real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I can give you more of the stats as well, too. It's going to be plus three. Oh, my God. Plus three. Um... And that's, that's what I will give you for now. There is more to it, but for this roll, it's a plus three. 19. 
yeah, you go to strike, uh, and um, this clumsy maneuver. You're plus twelve. Twelve. You have a plus twelve now. Um, as you uh, as you go to strike um, on the back foot, uh, Lane sort of uh, steps back and then beats the uh, sword with a really hard. Pong, as uh, a lot of the strength goes into it, like almost worried that um, it it was more of a, a reflex than it was a delicate uh, spar as he uh, beats the sword away as it um, plangs in this loud echoing uh, in this hallway. Um, I need you to make me a... Because uh, you're sort of being light and clumsy here with this. Go ahead and make me a... Uh, hold on, let me see if there's even the, what the hell the rules are for this because I don't do this often. I need you to make a strength saving throw. A 14. Okay. And what is your... Um, well, what's your proficiency bonus? Four. Four. Got it. So, as you go to strike, and he beats this out of your hand, the, um, uh, you, your hand is chased with the momentum of him striking it as hard as he could. Um, the Your hand falls, as, and it's almost like the weapon dragged a lot of your body weight with it, rather than you sort of catching and controlling it, as if if your hand wasn't holding onto it, it would have been disarmed into the wall. Um, but you sort of chase with it as, um, as it's and then there's, it's a weird, delicate or it's a it's a weird clumsy maneuver um that i don't think you would have experienced before and i think also you see an eye the iron mask uh the head cocks as well as lane sort of resets back into another position and then uh, grabs the top of the quote-unquote sword he's holding and then uh lets go of the chain around his knuckles and it starts to dangle and then he goes into, and then he holds it with two hands, and he nods at you. And then he holds a hand up, like a gentle hand, probably indicating that he'll go easy on you. And then he... Position. I need to go easy on me, son. You hear him <laughs> from underneath the iron mask. Um, he is going to swipe and shink. A uh, chain uh, raises up into the air as face render uh, comes down uh, upon you. Um, it is going to be... Um, he goes uh, to strike and the chain wraps around uh, a wood banister that's nearby. Um, actually, it's the, uh, the wooden post that is nearby, the head of the uh, the, the head of the 
the flail is stuck as he goes to swing and the flail is still there. The, uh, his hands have left uh, the handle in the air as it falls as he has disarmed himself, as I rolled a natural one, uh, as he goes to strike you and then stops and then goes and grabs it again and then goes for another strike. Um, this time, the sword, or I'm sorry, the um, flail raises into the air and I've rolled a 17. Uh, that would beat my AC. Okay. So this is sparring, so it's not necessarily coming to attack you or anything, but um, as you go to, um, by how much does it break, does it break your AC? By one. Okay. Um, I think you hold up your, uh, the, the scimitar um, that we are calling Vaniyar. As you hold up Vaniyar for a second, the uh, head of the flail wraps around uh, and then you get a yanking as uh, Lane is trying to disarm you. Hmm. Give me a strength check with advantage. A strength check or a save? Save, sorry, with advantage. 15. A 15. Um, even uh, it's it's interesting. You get yanked with it. Um, once again, if you were to be disarmed here, you couldn't. I, uh... And then Lane is pulling, trying to see if it can, if it can budge, and I think your hand is sort of, onto this thing. Yeah, as it's just being thrown around and he's trying to see if he can and then he stops and then he nods. Uh, I wish I could say that that was me. Unravels the head off of the off of around uh, Vaniar. But I am not that strong. I do believe this will never leave my hand unless I suppose someone cuts my hand. From my body. Hmm. Okay. You do, I think, experiment with that theory. You are able to let go of it, as you did. Give it over to um, Lane for Lane to inspect, inspect. But you did not need to. It did not, it seems, if you were to will a disarm, or if you were to will letting go of it, um, then it will let itself. But if you are in fighting and you need the sword, it will stay. You cannot be disarmed. Good. I take the, uh, the wrap, I start wrapping it around the sword. Sure. And I grab the... Take a, a step away. I'm immediately just kind of refocused, like almost uh, uh, just in, like it's probably from, from Lane's perspective, like a, just a disconnect instantly. And then I shake my head and I turn back to the mural and say, I know that this sword's probably got its own name, but I'm going to call it Vanagar since that way you won't be forgotten if I accidentally leave this. 
somewhere or it ends up in a forgotten grave with me. And then I continue wrapping the sword and walk past Lane. I'm, uh, I'm going back, Lane. Uh, Lane nods. As soon as I can. Just going to let the others know, see what they want to do. Lane sort of swings the head of face render sort of signifying that he's with you he understands I sort of uh, probably this thing is, is is wrapped with uh, not a scabbard but it's wrapped in like a blue dragon scale blue dragon scale so it is a scabbard mm-hmm. okay yeah and then I begin attaching that scabbard to my own uh, belt as I Head back towards um I guess I would uh I would head towards Varsha. Sure. Um make sure to let me know. I will I will try to edit this weapon up because I'm I'm hacking a weapon. Uh and then I will mm-hmm. send you all of this stuff uh either later or later on in the episode, whatever we see, but I still have I have the stuff here and I'll let you know all that stuff. Okay, um as you make your way toward the residence hall or through where you would where you would assume they all are, yes? Yeah, I assume sure. that they went back to either Vasha or Jet's room, so sure. wherever that is. Alright, as we leave you and uh, Lane walking through the halls and weaving and navigating your way back. Uh, Smith, what are you doing during this time? You had an idea. I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah, okay. Heading to uh, Fine Brother Sykes, I'm assuming in the... Um, yes. Well, in the Void Tower. Yes. As uh, you make your way to the Void Tower, I was saying the, the word from Void Speech as this overgrown spire lands... Uh, and perches on the uh, where you are and inside the door is open still uh, pretty dusty in here low light as uh, god rays sort of pierce through uh, the large windows of this uh, lecture hall there is uh, that uh that large device that you and Jet help helped uh, restore is still sort of looming in the center of this room up on the, uh, I think right in front of what they would utilize, a large stone slab uh, as if it was a chalkboard. Um, there are, of course, uh, runic equations uh, across the chalkboard, um, but you see sitting at a table uh, a bunch of strewn out uh, pages and manuscripts. Uh, a bottle of ink seems to be spilled. A uh, quill um, out of its resting place as uh, it is, I think, uh, dancing on the chin of the uh, blind Brother Sykes as he is 
um, sort of uh, piercing uh, um, through notes and uh, flipping through this book as you come in and he uh, the door opened and door opens and you hear a uh, oh Smith yeah everything all right no everything's not all right oh no look as he pushes away from the desk and some of his notes as he stands I need to ask you some questions about void magic. Mm-hmm. Questions you're probably not going to like. Mm-hmm. But I'm in kind of a mood right now where I don't really care, if I'm honest. All right. Has it ever been used in any sort of grand scale destruction? That you know of. Grand scale destruction. Let me see. He peers over toward the, uh, this blind man, uh, peers over towards the table of notes and this, uh, book, and... I... Grand scheme, no. Uh, void magic has uh, had a, uh, a stigma of being tied to necromancy uh, throughout history, and people have utilized, and uh, it seems I'm reading a, and uh, deciphering a book now that uh, interchanges necromancy, uh, evil, and the void. Uh, it's quite fascinating, but also it seems quite wrong. But no. Not in a sort of grand scheme that I would think of. Though, of course, uh, the Sundering could be something, but the Sundering was done caused by Jilun. Um, you mean like, um, explain. If you would be so kind. And sort of, as he says, explain, and then retracts a statement, you sort of can feel that he remembers that you're the blacksmith. Yes, so just, if you would be so kind. Remembering his place in this conversation. I am, uh, I'm walking around the device. Mm-hmm. The way that I understand this device, and its different components, these... Here's Geolune. They appear and reappear, and they go someplace else. And when I make the teleportation circles, void magic is a part of that, yes? Correct. I'm assuming a Flaris Academy. is able to be in another place partly because of void magic, yes? Of course. Very astute of you. And yes, 
it wasn't for void magic, we would not be able to have uh, this uh, pocket of solace. Pacing back and forth. Hmm. Look. We just had... We just went to Evervale. Jeb was hurt. We got him back. Mm. But he was hurt. And they... They did a lot to him. You might have some insight on some of those things. Things they I would never do to. I'm so sorry. Continue. I've never been one for the torturing of prisoners. I've had to do it sometimes. I've never liked it. But we can't let this continue. I see. What does what what does um what what does void magic and um, what does what what are you um, I understand and agree. Uh, Flaris exists and it doesn't exist. It's not where it's supposed to be. Yes. Which means it has an anchor. Something to keep it someplace else. Yes. What happens if the anchor is gone? It is quite curious, but in the... Uh, when you say the grand scheme, I think you meant... Hmm. I want to send the Evervalian castle into the void with no anchor. I see. My. I want to send the loving queen the God King and Lord Creighton into the void. I want them gone.
this is quite... Can it be done? Yes, of course it can be done. I mean, we were able to um, utilize and move her from this. Is, uh, we didn't... haven't... Yes, it can be done. Uh, Flaris Academy as a whole has been uh, transplanted using, of course, the anchor of the uh, Tower of Pendulum, uh, and, uh, or at least uh, some sort of uh, something, whether it, anyway, uh, uh, we, if we were to be able to find some sort of anchor, we could lift, uh, lift may not be the correct term, but uh, there could be some sort of uh, splitting where the reality that we stay within uh, does not have. The anchor needs to be severed midway. Correct. Midway. So it has no entanglement for any sort of my... Uh, very well. Yes, it can be done. Uh, it's, I would think I would have to do some uh, computing uh, to see how and what we would need to have uh, for an anchor that we would then be able to cut off, uh, as well as uh, the, the entire, all of Evervale, what are you thinking? Just the few, the castle, you said? The castle. The castle's gone, God King's gone. On his will. And the loving queen is gone, and Creighton is gone. The sworn will lose their faith. I like this. The symbol of Evervale is gone. Yes. That will be enough. Whatever has to be done, I'll do it. Right. Well, if we are to... We are going to need an in-depth plan here. Um, and when I mean that, I mean something to scope. We could use Matt as our scrying glass, and we could be able to get uh, some of... Uh, some of the uh, layout of my, um, several, uh, crystals, um, uh, uh. I know my way around, and I can sneak when necessary. Would if I have to draw any spell runes? If I if the It doesn't matter. They start to turn and look at the large stone slab that's been erected onto the wall um, with a lot of these runic um, formulas uh, across it and uh, a couple of uh, solutions and symbols are erased and then another rune is drawn uh some more is erased and then this it's gonna take some time 
Uh, and a lot. I have work to do anyway. Good. Um, We're still in our old rooms. Going to be tending to Jet. All right. Um, I know this isn't what you intended. No, it's not. He looks at the... He flicks his uh, attention from, uh, as you're sort of talking here, uh, toward the book um, or the strewn of notes, this blackboard, and also that large device um, that is sort of propped onto um, the middle of this, uh, in the lecture hall here. Um, as they as go on, but that is what... Uh, that is what he's doing as you're sort of... But it's what has to be done. I understand. I believe so as well. Uh, Flaris is also in danger. What's that? As I, the, uh, the they rules. captured Jet. No. We got him. We got him back, but they captured him. He's all right. Is he all right? He will be. But I will, um, we'll make sure of that. If I don't see him soon, I plan to. Um, but if I am stuck here with ideas or things, let him know I am uh, in my thoughts and I will try to uh, make my way to see him and see you and all soon Um, and make my uh, uh, how so have we confirmed that we are in danger here there's been no confirmation but there's a good chance. Oh. Right. Madison knows, yes? Yes. I think at this point, a um, uh, golden eagle uh, sort of lands through and flies through this room uh, and perches onto uh, the uh, a podium nearby. And get out of here. You're uh, as uh, Sykes tries to uh, shoo this hawk away as the hawk... <laughs> Uh, is uh, flustered and then flaps and flies out of the room. Um, is keeping an eye on me. I have a lot of work to do. Yes? If you need help, well. let me know. You're likely. Likely. Uh, after uh, meals tonight, and um, I will likely be uh, late into the evening uh, here if you'd like to uh, ruminate on something. turn around and walk out. As uh, this awkward silence continues as um, Brother Sykes uh, then turns to uh, this large stone slab and then once again starts erasing some of the rune formulas and uh, uh, solutions and then rewriting new ones, uh, flipping through a book um, and then uh, peering at this device. Ty, you make your way back into the quarters with Jet and Varsha. Jet and Varsha, what are you doing at this time? 
as this knock uh, ringing through. What are we doing at this point? Uh, how much time has passed? How much time has passed? Maybe not much, actually. Um, yeah. Yeah, probably a couple of minutes since the last time we met you, because if that critical uh, and that 20 was at the same time, then yeah, I think it is just probably... 10 or so minutes. So not much has probably changed when it comes to the scene. There's probably still uh, this embrace and still um, just uh, reassuring and comforting of Jet as the door knocks. Uh, yes. Oh, it's Ty. It's me. Come in. Um, and then squeezing behind Ty is also Lane. Uh, as well. How you doing, Jet? Ah, uh, uh, better. Uh, better. Okay. Lane makes way over to a crystal set of something and uh, takes out a uh, pours a pitcher of the uh, an empty pitcher into one of the glass crystals. Um, and as he does, he notices that it starts to pour water and then offers it over toward you each. And he has one as well. I grab one. I'm, I'm okay, thank you. Puts the mask back on and then awkwardly brings the crystal glass set back over toward the table. Where'd you run off to? Needed a new sword. A blue... I'm not sure if it's hidden. Is it hidden? Nope. There's a uh, blue uh, scaled scabbard with a scimitar within it. Or at least what? it's got the scimitar curve to it. Um, you double check here. Yeah, yeah, anyway, that is um, what you see. What did you get? Uh, an old sword. Belonged to an old battle wizard. I don't know what it's called, but the, uh, the owner was called Vanyar, so I'll just call it that. I see. It, uh, it suits you anyway. Yeah. Um, no word from Smith. Not yet. Might go look for him. Uh, a chair sort of squeaks and uh, I think it it would squeak if it wasn't a carpeted floor as um, it sort of tips and falls over as uh, Lane stands up as if they were eager to follow you, Ty. Go find Smith and then like waits and looks reassuring like, are we going to go find Smith? I'm sure he'll be here soon. down and grabs the chair and sets it back up and sits back down on it. 
none of this really seems real. Still. But I am glad you're all here. Yeah. What do you want to do? I look at Tay. Hey. Yeah. You already know. I look at Jet for a second. And then back to Ty and a slight nod. There's nothing left to do. Yeah. Whatever happens, I am there with you. Of course. If you want. It is all I want. Yeah. Either all or none at all. Just so. Come in. Is that somebody knocking at the door? Oh, yeah, okay. Hey. How'd it go? Uh, yeah, I gave everybody an update. Brother Matazar is working on uh, speaking to the rest of the academy and setting up some kind of defense. I don't know. They'll talk to us when they need to. They use the uh, the thing. See if they're moving forces around. Seeing if they're heading towards Pendulum. Anything like that. I left it to him. We could always ask. strike before they get a chance to. Yeah. They're expecting us to run. Regroup. Yeah. Put up defenses. What I don't want to do that. I want to do what? Run. No, I'm I'm saying that's what they're expecting us to do. What if we strike now? What if we literally turn around and sneak back in? I'm working on something. Okay. What are I, you working on? I think if I tell you, you might tell me not to do it. Is it dangerous? Yes. Is it more dangerous than going straight back in there? Yes. Trying to cut off his head. 
Okay. But I also think it'll work. Okay, what is it? The way that I understand... Brother Sykes has confirmed this for me. A lot of people are going to die if I do this. Everyone's going to die eventually, Smith. What are you trying? We think that the ley line, this magical sight that we've encountered. There's one under Evervale, most likely directly under the castle. I think, if my math is right and the theories sound, <sighs> what we saw with Brother Sykes's contraption uh, it uses void magic, and it moves things from one place to another, just like the teleportation circles. That's why void magic is a part of the incantation, as well as a part of the runic spell work that's required for creating the teleportation circle. When you use void magic, Varsha, does it feel like... And I don't know how you experience this, but I needed to ask you, which is why I'm bringing this up. Does it feel like the magic is coming or going from someplace else? Ooh, that's a good question. GM? Mm -hmm. Do I have... Does it feel that way, or can I interpret it You let me know. You can interpret okay. it any way you think okay, Varsha's void magic would feel for Varsha. Um, no. It's just there. It's always there. Brother Sykes and I talked about the possibility of void magic having some sort of connection to another place. And I think that's how Flaris Academy is here, but not here. It's not an illusion. We're someplace else, but we're also there, where we were. There is some sort of connection that is built to a location and another location. I want to use the ley line that's underneath Evervale Castle. And I want to send the whole castle into the void. I and I want to sever the anchor. Leave them there. Yes. Cut the tether hand. Leave them floating adrift. 
whatever happens. Then I'll be able to get back. No. What are we waiting for? We don't know how to do it exactly. This is all theory that I've just made up. Well, how long is it going to take? Well, Brother Sykes has started working on it, and I don't plan on sleeping. When you say a lot of people are going to die. I mean everybody in the castle probably, but it might be worse. I don't know. That is a lot of sacrifice. If... (sighs) I'm only just hearing about this now from you, but... uh, So you're saying to send the castle away the way we are away now, correct? Yes. From what I understand of the runic spell work, yes. Ah... I understand that sacrifices must be made at times, but if there is a way somehow to send them away and cut the anchor and then just leave them banished, at least that way we're not outright killing everybody. They can still live their lives. To some degree, out there. The way the mages here have. <sighs> we don't know where it would go. Or what would happen when the tethers cut, Jet? Do I know, DM, where it would go? <sighs> Make me an arcana with disadvantage. Call it uh, wishful hypothesizing. (laughs) With a nine, you do not know the answer to that question. All right. You could line up every single person in that fucking castle and I'll kill them myself. Yeah, I think I would too. I want you to think for a moment. I want you to visualize, and I know this hurts, Jet. I know it does. But I want you to visualize for a second the skyline of Evervale. As we were leaving. And think for a moment what it would be like If Evervale Castle was just gone, and God King was gone, and the Loving Queen was gone, and Creighton was gone, what kind of an effect that would have on the Sworn and the people? 
Not killed. Gone. <sighs> you are right. Perhaps I'm just naive. No, Jet. No. You're our anger. <sighs> and we thought we lost you. Stop looking at me now. <laughs> you are all mine too. I think we should know how many people are inside that castle. Okay. It's important. For the spell? So no. you can torture yourself with it every night after it's done? No. I just feel like it's part of being responsible. Responsible for what? Making for such who? a decision. It's one thing to just decide what I'm going to do with an entire castle full of lives. It's another thing to actually put a number to it. Who was responsible for Jet? When we failed him. I'm not saying I'm going to change up. my mind. I just think it's important to know. No. It's important that we make these decisions the right way. And if we are going to decide to zap an entire castle full of people, I want to know how many people we're zapping. Fine. Find them out. Make the list. You can hand it to me afterwards. Whether it works or whether it doesn't. Is it going to take the other prisoners? As well? Collateral damage. Evervale? I don't know. Take the I old think I can city. I don't know. Typically, I'm part of the equation for the, the runic spell work that goes into a teleportation circle, for instance, you set up a, a size that's the point of the circle. If we can set up a circle around the entirety of the castle, then I can contain it specifically to the circle. But if it's based on the, the power that is required, the energy that is required, then that's completely different. I don't really know how to know what is the required energy to send a castle into the void. I can try and base it on the size, but uh, I, there's a lot of questions. I have to ask Brother Sykes if, if there's some kind of an equation to figure out 
how big of an object can go from here to there or to be destroyed or recreated. I don't know. Do we... What are you doing here then? Do we know if there are other dungeons inside the castle? Because the oubliette that I was in uh, when I got taken out, it wasn't there. Waving their hands around um, is Lane. It's um, a different tower. As uh, Lane sort of uh, points to you, Smith, uh, and then nods a bit and then makes a twisted uh, crown sign um, indicating uh, the God King. Um, and then also makes a gesture about the castle um, and then holds up one finger. And then um, they point over toward uh, to Jet and gesture towards Jet and uh, signify uh, being locked away. Uh, and then uh, gesture a, a a gesture about the uh, the the crystal and the tower, um, the separate tower than the castle itself, um, and that I can also just show us too uh, that Evervale is that's not the right button, um, signifying that. The crystal tower was where Jet was underneath the catacombs okay. of this tower was where he was okay. held prisoner. The castle to its left in this skyline here, um, and he tries to indicate this the best he can using uh, various um, uh, hand signals and things. And I think you, um, even probably for a while, it may take a bit and it's hard to understand, but I think this does get relayed, pr even if it is Ty who is uh, using message and translating, but he does, because yeah. um, uh, Lane I does know. I think we would know that too. I just didn't remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you would too. Yeah, never mind. That's yeah. totally true. Um, yeah, as he does say this, it's yeah. You would. That's totally true. You would one hundred percent. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's um, that there they are. Can. That okay. the, yeah, the castle doesn't have at least the catacombs of the castle uh, are not used for prisoners. They utilize the catacombs of this other tower, um, and you know this tower also has a large tier of Geolune at its peak. Uh, and underneath that is where they would keep uh, prisoners who are then need to be shipped out toward uh, Stormford. Um, but as far as the catacomb... Use word, that. Smith. Use what, the tower? The top of the tower. The G-Loon. Use that. It doesn't... And take that with... <sighs> I I don't know how any of the calculations work. It's just a theory. Right. I have to see how much power is on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, we could. I'm... The circle is the safest bet. Let's do it. I think we need more information, but I am happy to help however which way I can. I got a job for you anyway. F for me? Yeah. Uh, what? 
You're gonna help me with something. Okay. You can manage? Of course. Alright then. Ty, let's wait to hear back from Brother Sykes first. I know you want to get back out there, but... Just... This could be worth the wait. Yeah. If this works. You can wipe him out in a blink of the eye, do it. Yeah. I think I can. Or else I'll do it. However long it takes. All right, let's get to it. So, uh, Jed, uh, see this uh, shield here that I've got? Uh, yes. All right. Uh, I'm going to start digging around through my, uh, my pouch of uh, artificer tools. Mm -hmm. Imagine it's some sort of rucksack that usually affixes to the armor. And, uh, where'd I put it? No, oh, there it is. Uh, and it's, uh, straight up just like a hammer and a chisel. And I just smack the fucking thing. Break the, uh, shield apart. Oh, I... Shield, okay. Yeah. Y you want me to... To fix it? To show I, no. I, I'm capable? Okay. Um, I gotta... Just measure your arm there, if you don't mind. It's a couple of hammer strikes, but a line uh, is worked into the shield at some point. Uh, also, uh, do you, you have heat metal, right, uh, Smith? Or you did? Yeah. yeah. As uh, I think, uh, using the gauntlet to heat some of the metal, of course, break the temper. Uh, and then, as you are able to split this in half, you then start to uh, uh, holding holding it, these pieces up to uh, to jet. I sheepishly produce an arm. I give him my left arm. An arm is raised toward you. I, uh, I stop for a second. I nod my head. It is as if the hand just is not there. A perfect, seamless end. Uh, all right. It changes my plans a little bit. Oh, but no worries. Slap you on the shoulder. Now, uh, you had some troubles before with, uh, fire. With, with fire? Yeah. Um, oh, the forest. I figured you just, you need to focus a little bit. Uh, 
what I've learned here at the academy, and, uh... Well, what I learned from my armor. I think I might be able to whip something up for you. Uh... Like... Like a glove? Yeah, why not? Okay. What we can do here is I can start to, uh, you know, I can set up a kind of binding here with the, uh, with the muscle. Uh, I mean, it should theoretically kind of be the same thing. I imagine I just need to tie it to your forearm here and uh nope sorry that might pinch a little bit uh uh, uh it's okay just uh you know ah uh, there we go and then uh just gotta work this a little bit and uh I think I did it. I think we have audio. We should be here. Can we confirm that it was a seamless ending? We'll never know. Uh, anyway, thank you so much, everyone. That was uh, episode 57, I think. Oh, and I've muted everyone in the chat. Okay, here we go. Sorry about that. It wasn't seamless. Uh, well, there's, oh, there's hope still. Um, but uh, yeah, that was 57, I believe it was. Um, yeah, that was sweet. Thank you, everybody, for uh, hanging out and watching. This is Spellwind, um, my world of, uh, well, our world, where a lot of this stuff has been uh, sort of collaborated and uh, narratively explored through with all of us. So thank you, everybody, for contributing to this awesome, cool setting and world. Um, we're going to go around and... Uh, Hi, everybody. My name is Brad. There's Brad. You can follow me on my... I just wanted to interrupt something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't done it, haven't no, done no. it in a while. Uh -huh. I'm becoming too respectful in my old age, and it's... How dare <laughs> you? It's kind of annoying. Oh, kind of annoying. Uh, you can watch my Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash bradwoto. I play nothing but Kingdom Come Deliverance. It is the longest game of all time. Nothing happens in it, but if you want to see why... Every time um, I tune in, you are on that horse riding somewhere. <laughs> no I've, idea I've where you're going, but you're <laughs> on the horse and you're... No matter what uh -huh. you try and... Like and it's usually content. like therapy talk. Yeah, it's great. Because there's nothing That's else nice. to do, but yeah. I'm just chat. It's, I've done two weeks of just chatting, but I'm on mm -hmm. a horse. But you're on a horse. <laughs> yeah, but he's on a horse. Horsey cab confessions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you want to tune yeah. in for what has basically become group therapy... Um, <laughs> Then you can head over to my, uh, my, Maya, Maya, Maya in America. Maya! Hello, Hello. my name is Maya, and I played Jet for you today. I really like what's um, happening here today. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems as if 
every single character that I play with Myth, either as a player or as him being a DM, that character loses an appendage. I don't know if our Belters ever lost... Uh, I don't know if my Belter ever lost a hand during the... When it'll we happen. played the Expanse together. It'll happen. But, uh, and it'll be my fault. I, I mean, like, in my head, he's lost a hand in the time yeah, we've been yeah. away. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You've just got to... Yeah. Sorry, I had to get rid of your hand. It's, uh, ah, put them back! What did you do to me? Sorry. Anyway, so that's how we... Oh, how man. We played, we played uh, anyway, tournament. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> But yeah, uh, what an episode. Um, those roles could not have been any more perfect. It was sick. And, uh, yeah, and I just love it. You know, like, uh, play the ball where it lands and keep going with it. And uh, I, for one, like my new spectral hand. So, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. uh, I think I'm really loving where we're going with the story. I love the idea that everyone has right now. And uh, obviously, you know, like, uh, it seems like we're gearing up towards some really epic... Uh, yeah. you know, conclusion, at least to this current arc. So, yeah, I'm super uh -huh. stoked. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway, that's me, uh, Pumpkinberry. <gasps> Hi, I'm PB. You can find me at Twitch and Twitter at Pumpkinberry, and I'm playing through the Metal Gear series right now, which I love so very much. I'm also here tomorrow for the Lord of the Rings show, Ashes of Eriador, and so is Whack, and so is Meyer, and wow, that's... Not okay, us. That, yeah, that's not, the perfect... Uh, no. No. Um, and uh, uh, and yes, and then I'm here on Tuesdays for Kingmakers, and you should watch it because I'm so. And you should definitely watch next week, and just like it's great, it's awesome, and I love it. And please come watch it, and that's it. Thank okay, you, bye. PB. Thank you, everyone. Go follow PB. Do it. Uh huh. Whack. Hi, everybody. I'm Wife Steven. I played Smith for you today. Thank you so much for joining us, as always. Much love. Much appreciated. Uh, thank you so much to Myth for running this. Um, and please go support Myth uh, at patreon.com slash spellwind uh, and all of the wonderful work that he's done on this show and in the setting. Thank you so much, Myth. Thank you. Um, as PB has said, we've got Ashes of Eriador tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, uh, Lord of the Rings-inspired um show so check it out it's going to be good stuff tomorrow i think that the crew has gotten themselves in a little bit of trouble tomorrow so we'll see what the hell's gonna happen, gonna happen. uh i'm a little nervous for them uh but we'll see we'll see um thank you so much as always for being here um i also run a hundred club on mondays uh, which is a uh sci fantasy dark comedy um as we are getting close to the end game of that show so you need to um you need to check it out um yeah i guess that's it for me thank you so much all right see ya thank you thanks everybody um yeah, uh, as for me, hi everybody, I'm Mythomatic, uh, or Cord. you can follow me, Mythomatic.tv, where you can see the things I do and all the things I do and stuff. Um, I am streaming uh, Valheim Perma playthrough right now, uh, so if I die, I reset the map and I start over. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Also, chat can come in and uh, other raiders can come in and spawn a bunch of skeletons, which happened the other day. Table story killed my killed my sweet build. Um, and I uh, <laughs> would thank you so much for the raid. Um, but uh, that happened. And uh, you can come by, help or hinder my playthrough. It's been a lot of fun. We built a riverboat and then we built uh, Jabba's skiff. And I'm going to try to build something tomorrow. Uh, go on to my Twitter and uh, let me know what you want to see me build. Uh, the more extravagant, the better. Um, and yeah, thank you everybody. Be well, take care of yourselves, and see you tomorrow for Ashes. Bye.